You're listening to 66.6 FM Radio TOVH The Flush Well hey there everybody It's me, Joe Thrashenkill Here with another episode of The Toilet of Hell Radio Show Joined today by my esteemed colleague 365 Days of Horror Or as I like to call him, Jordan Jordan, how are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you, Joe? Doing my best, Jordan. Uh, before we get into the show, uh, I'd like to play a little theme music for the first time in a long time and sadly, probably for the last time on this show. Are you ready for this? It is time for us to hit the music one last time. Into attack. Say something dumb again. Dummy, dummy, dummy. That's right. I'm afraid that the final Kotak attack is here. Um, I guess this is not the final Kotak attack. The final Kotak attack was, you know, uh, James Kotak's heart. Uh, I, I mean, rest in peace, brother. Rock and roll in heaven or whatever. <laughs> you were such a good person is what other bands are telling us who haven't spoken or talked to him in many years. Yeah. Um, years ago, we started doing uh, the Kotak Attack, a surprisingly long-lived bit uh, where we would play this bit of music that Breno made for us uh, and then s- say whatever dumb thing uh, former Scorpions drummer James Kotak had done that week uh but now he's dead so i don't get i guess we don't get to do that anymore yeah, i guess pretty much the end of it i guess we should probably be nicer about this <laughs> oh and another another angel has joined the choir in heaven or whatever <laughs> he's drumming with the angels right now yeah right now the worst fucking band in heaven is being made with like uh david bowie on vocals james kotak on drums prince on guitar etc 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 Dimebag playing guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RGB is, you know, wearing a, a lampshade on her head or whatever that stupid ass Charlotte Clymer tweet was. <laughs> um, yeah, I um I don't know what to, what you want to add to this one. Do, do you have anything to add to the legacy of James Kotak, Jordan? Uh no. Well, that's the end of that, I guess. Uh, how what else do you say? <laughs> he was a drummer for some bands we don't talk about, and uh, his last few years were marked by saying incredibly stupid to downright cruel to conspiracy theory to racist things on Twitter. And in his final years, uh, his alcoholism got the best of him to the point where he could not physically play drums anymore and embarrassed his last band, Kingdom Come when they played some festival, I think, in Sweden. And that was the end of it. Apparently, he went to rehab at some point, but uh, that was not enough. And there you go. That's it. Uh, This is a story that can be uh, attributed to any number of hair metal guys or, hell, regular T-Cots on Twitter as well. Uh, Just kind of being shitty and then dying. Um, There you go. Uh, Should be an inspirational story for all of us to try harder, I guess. Um, Jordan, how have you been this week? Uh, I've been fine. Just another week. I know the rest of the country is in some sort of horrible deep freeze, 
but global warming has taken care of the Northeast for a while, and it's like a balmy 40 degrees right now. Uh, that's insane to me, man, that uh, you should not be like way warmer than Texas right now. <laughs> no. And I think, you know, at some point it's going to actually feel like winter. It's We had some snow earlier this week, but it all melted like the next day when we got five inches of rain and then it was 50 something degrees. So uh, you can try to blame El Nino or whatever else. I know <laughs> I, lots of people I blame try El to blame. Nino on a lot of things. <laughs> Yeah. Ruined my joke. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm fine. Seems like everyone else is uh, shivering, trying to stay warm, being unprepared for cold weather, like going outside in thin hoodies because they never bought a jacket. I, uh, I bought my first winter jacket ever this year, and it was only because it was on uh, Facebook Marketplace for $5. This badass uh, early 90s ski jacket. <laughs> So. It's got leather sleeves and an eight ball on the back. <laughs> You're not too far. It's fucking reversible. It's the loudest colors you've ever seen. And I'm warmer than I've ever been in my life. So I wanted to buy a stupid flashy jacket for $5. And I ended up with my first like warm jacket of my life. The next step is to get a Charlotte Hornet starter jacket. Dude, I have been looking. Like I'm on Depop. I'm on Etsy. I'm on eBay. And like people know what they got. And I got to say that Always Sunny episode a couple of seasons ago where they went back to the 90s is not helping things. Everyone was like, God damn, Mac looks so cool in that thing. <laughs> With his earring and hockey haircut. Yeah, man. I got to say that the, the earrings are definitely coming back, though. Uh, the uh, the There's two different Zoomers uh, that work at my gym that have dangly cross earrings like the Heartbreak Kid yeah. in like the early 90s. You just stand in front of them and do the Shawn Michaels pose and they don't get it. Yeah, I keep playing sexy boy on my like beats pill, but they just <laughs> they're like, please, please use your headphones. <laughs> Sir, this does not have Riz. <laughs> uh, somebody finally had to ex one of my stupid Zuber coworkers had to explain Riz to me this week, actually. <laughs> don't even explain. I do not want to know. I do it's not good. care. That's good. Yeah, that's that's the right way of going about it, Jordan. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> I uh, figured that we should. How are probably... you? I guess I should ask. I should be proper. How are you? I'm, I'm fucking cold, man. I'm fucking cold. That's how I am. Uh, but as long as like I don't die, like driving off the road, hitting ice, trying to go to work, uh, or like my pipes don't burst in my house, it's fine. <sighs> my wife made me take in our feral cat from outside yesterday, so right now we have another cat in the house fucking things up. Um. Story of my life, man. So you have two dogs and two cats now? Three cats. <sighs> it's too many cats, man. No, you just got to tape them to your body when it gets real cold and it'll even out. Thing is, none of these animals seem to understand that they're in like mortal danger when they go outside. Like the pugs were having the time of their life walking around, taking their time, taking a piss this morning. It's like, no, you're going to die if we st spend another 10 minutes out here, dude. <laughs> Well, uh, all the breeders have just knocked out any sense of self-preservation with pugs. I mean, God, they are the dogs so that should not be. I think King Diamond wrote a song about them, so yep. they, they don't know any better to go inside and to hurry up. Yep, morons, absolute morons. Anyway, I figure we should probably get on with the most important stories of the day. Uh, how, how do you feel about that? I suppose we might as well. Um. 
this one's pretty important to me and to you as well. I know that you're a big gear head. You love gear, don't you? Yeah, please tell me all about your pedals and the settings and how much money you've spent on the band that's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, one day I'll actually release music, but today is not that day. Anyway, um, how do you feel about Machine Gun Kelly? He's a big uh, heavy metal guy, right? In the world of being named Machine Gun, Machine Gun Kelly does not quite... Uh, live up to his name. He was what some obnoxious rapper who decided to become some obnoxious pseudo pop punk guy. Yeah. And um, sort of plays the guitar or more like holds it while he does his rappy singy thing. So I, and because I've been familiar with this guy for many years now, uh, like I remember he was for some reason, a, a big deal on Tumblr back in the day when he was still doing the rap thing. Uh, and then there, he picked up a guitar and decided that he was actually a, uh, a rock and roller type guy who made uh, just about the most plastic mole punk you've ever heard in your life. And there were vi there were videos that would go around of him, quote unquote, playing the guitar and like the things that he was doing with his hands and fingers, just not corresponding at all to the sounds coming out. I'm sure there's plenty of video footage out there if you would like to investigate for yourself. But like, suffice to say, he holds and hits a guitar sometimes, uh, but that doesn't necessarily correspond to music. You're so, a Machine Gun Kelly truther. Uh, I, it, you don't even have to be a truther, man. Like, it's all out there. The, the evidence is out there. You just have to look for it. Do your own research. Just okay? taking screen, taking screenshots and circling his hands. It's it, it's not hard to do, I promise you. Uh, we'll look at the footage together after this. Back and to the left. He's strumming back and to the left. Anyway. You just have uh, a laser pointer circling. So befitting somebody who, unfortunately, I guess, is the one of the current standard bearers for guitar-based music. Boy, that's pathetic, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Machine Gun I guess Kelly. Who else would that be? Ed Sheeran? I guess so, uh, but he plays like the acoustic, doesn't he? Right, and can actually play it. I, I assume. I don't know. I'm. I don't think I've ever willingly heard an Ed Sheeran song in my life. But I've seen pictures of him with an acoustic guitar, so that's good enough for me. I mean, like you've got spec. There's spectrums of this shit, Jordan. For example, there's like what polytheria, polyphilia, whatever the fuck they are. Polythia, uh, polythia, which is the the quote-unquote band that's extremely popular on TikTok and nowhere else where they uh, have like 12-string, um, you know, gent guitars and they go and, you know, that's that's a popular thing uh, with young folks. And then on the other hand, you have this uh, Machine Gun Gelly having pictures of a guitar uh, next to sound coming out somewhere. So it's, it's essentially guitar-based music, I guess. Uh, but anyway, I this guy... Remembered I just remembered when uh, there's a video out there. I think he signed to some sort of label and he like gets up on the fancy conference room table and starts like shucking and jiving in front of yeah. CEOs. Oh my God. I had forgotten about that, man. Yeah. I've, I've seen that too. Uh, he was in the most recent Jackass film as well as the weakest part of the entire movie. <laughs> uh, Did they he hurt him at least? No, he he sucks, man. Like, no fun. Just completely without a personality. Anyway, so 
all of this shit being said, sucks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he has been honored with a signature guitar. Jordan, you're not a guitar guy, but do you know what a signature guitar is? It is a guitar where they slap a celebrity's name on it, usually mm-hmm. a musician, mm-hmm. and they mark up the prices for it just because the name is on there. Correct. I am actually still hunting down uh, an original Buck Owens branded guitar from the 60s because, I mean, I got to tell you, those things were pieces of shit. They were put out by like, fucking um montgomery ward uh they just it's like a three-colored acoustic guitar with buck owen's name on it made with the cheapest possible parts but those things are going for thousands of dollars man (laughs) just because it's rare and hard to find yeah they're hard to come by nowadays uh and you know because we've been doing this for decades and decades and decades people know if you put the name of a popular artist on a on an instrument that people are going to want to buy that so and yet and yet the Triprex Eason guitars still sit on the shelves of your local guitar center. I mean, you say that, but I do remember um, in the 90s, BC Rich putting out transparent Lucite neon green mm-hmm. uh, guitars that uh, Trip Eason's band played. And those are starting to go up for, for Mucho Dolores now. So Our friend and Gen X correspondent Ian has a translucent I believe hot pink or orangish pink guitar. So hell yeah, yeah, they're still out there. That's awesome. It's the uh, heaviest guitar I've ever picked up. That's that's what I've heard, which makes me want one even more. <laughs> There's Just no keep reason. Keep it next to your door if someone breaks in and you have to bash them. Yeah, the the, the BC Rich is too pointy though. You might accidentally kill them. Just impaled with a Lucite BC Rich Warlock. <laughs> you live in Texas, so that'll give you a medal for doing that. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay. Where was I here? Okay. Schechter guitars, uh, who are one of the, one of like the top three standard bearers for, I guess, uh, detuned, uh, metal flavored hard rock, uh, you know, guitars. Uh, they have unleashed a machine gun Kelly signature guitar called the machine gun Kelly razor blade. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I have seen it and I have heard about it. I saw the Instagram post by Schechter advertising this thing. It looks like a children's science experiment where they uh, cut a hole in a milk carton. <laughs> the milk and carton guitar, some, yeah. And attach some strings to it and they can play a guitar doing that. It is just a like square box that's designed to look like a razor blade. Yeah, it's uh, the the body itself is a little rectangle with some cutouts. It looks like an old safety razor, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It has uh, one pickup on it in the bridge position, and one knob. I assume that is for volume control only. Uh, it has an it's just in- an on and off switch and nothing else. Yeah, uh, it has an input jack on the face of it for additional. Uh, difficulty with ergonomics. (laughs) You could easily put that in the bottom position so it would hang down instead of where your hand is at, but they did not do that. You could have easily put a second pickup or humbucker in there to give additional tonal range, but that is not what the razor blade guitar is for. The razor blade guitar is for holding sometimes, maybe if you feel like it. (laughs) So when they have these signature guitars... Uh, I guess the feeling is sometimes, depending on 
the artist it's named after. Maybe they have some sort of input. Like they're known for using a whammy bar. Yeah. So we're going to put a whammy bar on it. In this case, do you think he had any input on it and that's why it's so screwed up? Uh, yeah, this is this is like the Homer mobile, man. <laughs> <laughs> or was it a mistake guitar? And they're like, God, we have a thousand of these. What are we going to do? Hey, Mr. Kelly, <laughs> would you like to attach your name to this? I, oh, I'd yeah, be, bro, I'll totally do that. I'd be willing to buy that because the, the rectangular guitar is not a new phenomenon. Uh, Bo Diddley was the original rectangle guitar guy way back in the 50s. Uh, a few other Possibly artists... the first and only time... Possibly the first and only time Bo Diddley and Machine Gun Kelly have been mentioned in the same thought. I, that that makes me feel special, actually. <laughs> uh, I I also have a, a kind of squarish rectangle guitar. Um, I have a Devo signature guitar I picked up in a trade from a guy on Craigslist years ago. Uh, which it's a silly guitar, of course it's a silly guitar. I knew that buying it, but like. It was goofy, and I thought it was fun to have around. It's not something that I actually play, um, which I think is the same thing with this. Like, it's just uncomfortable. You, you're never going to get anything good out of this. Uh, the neck itself on the 12th fret, by the way, you've got two X's on it, which I would have said maybe you should have put a third one there. That would have been my recommendation. <laughs> So this is going to end up being a gift for kids or on the wall of a dentist. So what dentist is out there like, yeah, man, I just fucking love the stone cold tones of Machine Gun Kelly. There's still every dentist out there. There's still uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan guys. They're they're not kicked out yet. And the thing is, a, like a 39 year old dentist who desperately clinging to their youth and wants to still be with it. I could see a 39 year old dentist slash uh, sexual predator being interested <laughs> mm -hmm. in this. Um, but the thing is this price tag, dude, uh, the MSRP on this is marked down from $2,169 to what? 1499. So 15, $1,500 for what looks to be maybe one of the biggest pieces of shit you could buy. Now, I know that you're not a guitar guy, you're not a gear guy, but $1,500 can buy you an insanely nice guitar. This is not that. Who is the, Nobody's going to buy this shit, man. Nobody. You can get a beautiful Taylor acoustic guitar to make incredible music with. Yes. Or this. Correct. That is correct. Hell, like 1500 will buy you a real Les Paul uh, or, you know, if you want to buy a better guitar, like a real Telecaster. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, Schechter itself, they make uh, lots of signature guitars for guys like Sinister Gates and stuff uh, that will fit your budget at $1,500 or less and presumably give you more options than the big fucking fat Square guitar where you can't access anything below the 12th fret. But we can surely leave this alone. We can just say that this is dumb. Uh, Schechter made a stupid guitar attached to a stupid guy. They made something that everybody made fun of, and we can go, go on with our lives, right? Of course. There's no one else who would ever talk about this and bring this up and, you know, tour the scene asunder because of this. Not the scene. <laughs> 
the precious scene. Don't let it die. <laughs> well, uh, what what in the support you're seeing is going on here, Jordan? Well, you actually had to inform this to me because I was offline for like an hour and missed it. <laughs> According to the PRP, falling in reverse as Ronnie Radke stirs up beef with Stab and Sanguisigabog over Machine Gun Kelly's razor blade guitar. That's so fucking stupid. And my favorite thing is I'm looking at the same link and that the headline now says updated. <laughs> updated. There's more. <laughs> Man, we lasted two whole weeks into 2024 before having to talk about this human smegma. Former gonna... reverse vocalist Ronnie Radke has found himself embroiled in online beef with a few death metal bands. The multi-platinum musician took issue with those complaining about a razor blade shaped signature guitar recently unveiled by MGK. That instrument is part of a line of guitars crafted for Kelly by Schechter and has drawn immediate criticism for allegedly glorifying cutting and self-harm. I See, I wouldn't Kelly even go that far. Like, I get that the idea is to put out a big, edgy thing, but I don't see it as glorifying cutting and self-harm. I see it as glorifying being an idiot. <laughs> glorifying capitalism. Yeah. Kelly recently downplayed those allegations at a live performance, explaining the guitar as being, quote, Kind of an ode to Tickets to My Downfall, the line on title track, but also an ode to my 20s and all the crazy times that I had. That's really stupid, man. Just a, a wordsmith on top of a guitar virtuoso. Yep. The line from that song had referenced, he referenced, reads, I use a razor to take off the edge, jump off the ledge, they said. Radke has taken to speaking out against the uproar the instrument has caused, speaking to an individual criticizing the guitar on X, formerly Twitter. For allegedly glorifying self-harm, Radke replied, My guy, I'm not jumping on any sides here, but come on. Have we gotten so lost we are now complaining about a razor-played guitar because it might trigger people to self-harm? But you turn around and give my video of me murdering people with guns a thumbs up? I like you, bro. Let the man live. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about, you fucking idiot? And then he would later go on to say, my timeline is just a bunch of 15 passenger van bands complaining about MGK. Makes me realize so much. Why are you now, following 15 that... passenger van, van van bands? You're Like you have, it is your choice. You can, you know, curate who you want to follow you, asshole. You can log off at any time. Yeah. You don't have to stay here. But I just want to point out before getting more into this, he just recently put out a weepy piano cover of Last Resort by Papa Roach. Yes. Uh, just worth remembering. One of the most embarrassing things I think I've ever seen. Lots of people loved it, though, because lots of people have no taste. So from there, stab guitarist Mark Valentino commented on the instrument, and this made me laugh. If I see anyone with this guitar, I will beat them with it. <laughs> see, that's a good tweet. Like, we've forgotten what a good tweet looks like, but that's a good tweet. It is a solid, funny tweet because it is a funny visual because it is a funny looking guitar. Yes. That post drew a response from Radke himself, who offered, I'll pull up to your show and hand it to you and fuck your bitch ass up. Most. You deathcore metal guys are soft as shit. Take that tough guy shit somewhere else, you punk bitch. I see. 
that's a perfectly reasonable thing to say, I think. And Valentina with, again, a solid reply in all caps. <laughs> that is correct. That is the correct way to reply there. And from there, saying Kwisikabob jumped in because they love their Twitter. I, okay, and I'll say this. We have been very critical of this band in the past, and I will stand mm -hmm. by my criticisms, mm -hmm. but I endorse everything that they've done here. <laughs> right. This this event, this feud, whatever you want to call it, uh, there's been a viral video for a while now of, I assume it's in the UK, but I'm not sure, of drunk people absolutely throwing down in a kebab shop, just fighting, throwing chairs, just insanity. And there's just one guy drunkenly eating his food, like <laughs> sitting amongst all of that. That's us in this fight. Correct. Yes. So saying, Bob said, I will pull up to your show and hand you a guitar that I bought for you and then fuck your bitch ass up, rar XD smiley face with a picture of, I don't, Think this is Ronnie Radke? This is I mean, this is not Ron, this is not okay. Ronnie Radke, but it is a guy who looks like him just with like a little fetal alcohol disorder, uh, who apparently is a guy that like has gotten in trouble for like uh, pedophilia. <laughs> well, it's a picture of someone with the swoopy emo haircut, the dark eyeshadow, the gauged ears, and um, the the puffiest lips I've ever seen on a human being, and wearing yes. a My Chemical Romance shirt. Um, and that's that's the thing. Like, it's not him, but you know, it is essentially him. <laughs> it could be. So the beef continued, and Sanguisigabob continued because I mean that's what they do. <laughs> and this is pretty good as well. Ronnie Radke looks like he calls girls kitten. <laughs> I I like that. And. From there it goes on. And by the way, Mark Valentino's uh, Twitter is at Chilldozer, which good name. Very good. good. Mm -hmm. Radkey responded to him. Damn, bro. Your tweet has more views than monthly listeners for both your bands combined. Congratulations. And you're welcome. What's your Zell so I can wire you some gas money? I mean, uh, he also. That's that's kind of nice of him. I would I would absolutely take the uh, the gas money from this asshole. Like, if he's got money to spare, I'll take it, man. He also posted a picture of the band. So you got one dude in band with Down Syndrome, Franz from Attila, and two gas station employees. Congrats, you made it. Mm-hmm. I see. Sanguisigabog responded, you look like Trace Cyrus fucked Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, again, that's 10 points on that one. I got to give a, a round of applause to that. That's a great line. Way to pull up an old pick. Let's see you try to jaw up face to face. And another one. Dude has fedora kid energy. Fuck out of here. Ronnie responded. I'll fight all of all four of you by myself and posted a picture, a screenshot of their picture from Spotify. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, it, I think to to show that they have 126,000 monthly listeners, which again, for the kind of band that Sanguisabog is, is a earth-shattering success. So I think that yes. trying to own them maybe doesn't quite work out that way. 
they have their fans. They are very active. Um, I don't know if I'd want to be around either one of your fan bases, but no. it can it continues with saying Gwisigabog saying, if he sends me the gas money, I'll pull up and we could squash this like men and have a tickle fight. <laughs> At Ronnie Radke, don't you have assault allegations to beat before you try to fight four dudes who would easily smoke you? See, that's where okay, that's what I'm interested in here. I want to see the deeply personal shit. I want I want to dig up old shit. I want drama. I want all of the receipts. Give me that shit. And you know there's receipts out there that we don't even know about. For sure, dude. They also tweeted, Evil Trap Singer, don't want the smoke. That's good, but I, I have a quibble with that in that the Trap Singer himself is Evil Trap Singer. <laughs> Two sides of the same coin. Yep. Dude is a tool in huge POS that for some reason people on Suboxone. Suboxone, which is like methadone. Ah. And kids who think they can blow shit up with their brains are keeping famous. Which <laughs> replied, replied with, check your email. <laughs> and they replied, like I opened my email. <laughs> uh, I can't does... log into it, LMAO. Had my phone switched, otherwise I would. <laughs> I mean... And then they posted the email they got. Okay. So they actually did get it from a Jake Zimmerman at something called STG. Wait, who is Jake Zimmerman? I assume it's their manager. Oh, okay. I'm looking to book an upcoming one-off show for your band as a 104 per request from Ronnie Radke of Falling in Reverse. Please provide your guarantee rate and availability between March 16th and April 18th if interested. Thanks, Excellent. Max. That sounds awesome. Again, yeah. yeah, you get you get a guarantee there. You 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 get the opportunity to get some real exposure with a bigger audience. You get to beat the shit out of Ronnie Radke. This is a win all over, my dude. <laughs> and then they started getting uh, fans started getting into it, and it's just more shit talking back and forth. Um, at one point, whoever this is from Sanguisigabog says, "Oh, beast." <laughs> And that's how I hope they sound it. Oh, beast. Like, oh, geez. <laughs> oh, beast. I work at the venue he'll be at on May 17th. Ronnie responded with Sonic Temple. See you there. To which saying, Vizikabog replied, and more assault allegations. <laughs> and they also say, all right, but you got to pay for our tickets. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't no free clout. No, no free money, man. Ronnie says you work at the venue, but need tickets. Pull up, you'll know exactly where I am. Sanguisive bug responded with, I'll have a wristband. Let's go. I'll also need gas money. See here, it says, I'm literally waiting on Ronnie Radke to post again while he's probably off doing meth and his nails. <laughs> Timu uh, Ghostman been awfully quiet. That's a good, I like that one a lot. Timu Ghostman is a, it's a nice, nice little bent to it. And it's just, uh, I mean, this keeps going. We won't read all of it. There's tweets, there's uh, DMs, all this sort of stuff. So there you go. That's what's going on two weeks into 2024. Good. I mean, you and I have been on the, you know, I hope Ronnie Radke gets beat, the shit beaten out of him dies trend for years now. So uh, this is good that uh, other people are getting along with it. Um, just 
Just fight someone already at this point. You've been saying it for years. I'll fuck your bitch ass up, bitch, bitch, fuck ass, fuck. I'll knock your fucking dick into the ground. Just fight someone. Get it over with. Back it up. I mean, the only evidence we have of him fighting are like him, you know, beating up women. Uh, so I would like to see him fight four grown men at one time. Uh, I think that would probably be uh, a game changer. Uh, I think it, he might find himself in an uh, un, uh, unacceptable situation that way. But, you know, there's only one way of knowing. You got to get out there and give it a try. So and again, he's like 40 years old. He is. No, not like he is 40. He is 40 fucking years old. He has a child. He has a child that is probably needs to be checked up on. <laughs> Someone calls social services. Yeah, for real. Uh, anyway, all of this stemming because uh, somebody made a really funny tweet about the uh, the stupid razor blade guitar. I think is great. Meanwhile, from stupid get from a stupid guitar that no one's ever gonna play. No one's ever gonna play. Meanwhile, like I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, on other sites, like Machine Gun Kelly is very upset that people are 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 giving his guitar shit. <laughs> Like, like, what difference does that that makes me think he actually did design it if he's no, taking it that personally? No, I, I absolutely think he did. Yeah, he's like, what if it was a big razor blade and you put like just a terrible neck on top of it and like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No. <laughs> it's like, even if it wasn't his name attached to it, like, granted, that brings more attention to it, and uh, I think initially makes a lot of people in the rock and metal community like dislike it more. If it was. I don't know. Like you said, they do a Sinister Gates guitar. If this was a Sinister Gates guitar, people would still make fun of it. As as much as uh, we give all of the Avenged Sevenfold guys shit, Sinister Gates would never do this because he. I think he simply respects the art form of guitar too much for this. <laughs> he can actually play guitar and knows what sounds good and what works. Yes, that's correct. So, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. His signature guitar is very pointy and stupid, but it is also like sure. ergonomically acceptable to play the kind of music he does. Uh, whereas this it's is not, not just an empty box of Malamars with strings on it. <laughs> Correct. Uh, well, I got to say, um, I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked on this. I think this is we were, you know, every year we're like, God, is anything going to fucking happen? We're off to we're off to the races here. Uh, I, I'm really hoping that this sprawls out uh, into a larger fight uh, between, you know, uh, these completely embarrassing, um, you know, way too popular uh, man children in their 40s with face tattoos and, you know, uh, people that uh, tour across the country in single, you know, in, in minivans playing for dozens of people. I think that that would be a great thing for underground metal in general. Yeah, don't pick fights with death metal guys who have nothing to lose. Right. Yeah, you need to you need to up your up your game here. You need to go after bigger fish and you know, all of these guys, they're pretty pretty clear, you know, just extremely sensitive guys. So, uh it seems like it's easy to rattle their cages and you ought to do that. I think it's a good idea. Sometimes uh, physically. Sometimes physically. You know, it starts with a little shit talking. See if you can see if you can raise their hackles that way and then maybe progress something a little bit bigger. I think that's the energy mm -hmm. we all need to have in this new year, though. We need to be way more aggressive. We need to be in people's faces. I think that that well, is. What, what's up, Jordan? Well, you're in luck because it's an election year. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, it's going to be a big year for physical violence, I think. Mark that down on my predictions for the year. I think that's a pretty safe prediction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what do you think, man? Where, where, where should we move this ship from here? Well, one thing that I think did get kind of glossed over in all of this is Ronnie Radke kind of making fun of Franz in his insults. Uh, yeah, he did. He did kind of throw some shade at that guy, which I would have figured they, they would be birds of a feather, you know? Best friends. Yeah. I would have guessed. They're, I guess they're... maybe it's a two, two, two uh, positively charged ions deflecting yeah. off each other. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're too they're, alike. They're too similar to uh, coexist. They're they're both about that life, and unfortunately, there can only be one about that life. <laughs> I think we need a quickening for metalcore rap metal guys in their forties, where they just need to cut each other's heads off until there's one left. So the last time we saw Franz, he was looking like <laughs> he was looking like uh, current era Ben Roethlisberger. Something terrible has happened to him over the years since we last saw him. Uh, and he drugs. announced, yeah, that drugs and alcoholism. That's that's the answer there. Um, he uh, he was we last saw him. He was announcing a bid for the presidency under the Libertarian Party, which we all had a good chuckle about and made lots of overt insinuations about what that means vis-a-vis -vis him touching children. Um, but. Of course, uh, he will not ever get that. I believe the Libertarian Party has already chosen a candidate, some asshole named Lars that I get ads for on Twitter every single day, despite my noted antipathy towards the concept of libertarianism writ large. Uh, so I guess he's abandoned that and he's moving on to something else here, right? This is like one of those situations where some conservative celebrity is like, oh, I can't believe the New York Times has ads for gay cruises. I fucking love that, man. Uh, I don't know if you saw Whitlock uh, post his... Yes. Uh, oh, my God. I, I've been a Whit Whitlock hater for, like, going on almost 20 years, man. <laughs> um, so it's it's good to see him getting uh, some bigger attraction. I don't know if you saw Stephen A. Smith call him a fat bitch. <laughs> he's not uh, wrong. He's not wrong at all. So good things happening all around. Uh, but where are we? Where are we vis-a-vis -vis, uh, Franz, Franzilla? Attila vocalist Chris Franzak has unveiled his latest venture, a jaw-defining chewing gum. Would it surprise you if I told you that I was previously familiar with this concept of hard chewing gum to make your jaw appear more defined? It seems familiar, like I've heard about it before, but it kind of blends together with like Republican coffee. Sure. Or these these other products that are geared towards one very, very specific person that eventually just kind of fades away because ultimately it's not a good product. So this is actually something that has been around for a very long time and that uh, there is a brand of Turkish hard chewing gum that is not flavored with sugar or anything like that that you just chew and chew and chew. This has been something that's been around for, you know, hundreds of years, specifically mm -hmm. in Turkey. And it was picked up years ago by like these uh, awful manosphere types, uh, the kind of guys who, you know, inject their dicks with testosterone, who will, you know, fly to, 
well, hell, I guess it is Turkey to get their bones broken and lengthened, uh, hoping that they might uh, finally be five foot seven or something like that. That'll be the thing that, you know, allows them to make a human connection with an adult woman, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You, you're familiar with these types, right? Yeah, um, it reminded me uh, before Tucker Carlson got fired from Fox, he had some like weird manosphere documentary about guys like heating their balls and oh, spreading yeah. their assholes to the sun. Yeah, sunning their their balls and assholes, which I think, you know what? There might be something to that. I'm not willing to. Uh, Getting melanoma on your asshole. I'm just saying that out of all of the, the manosphere shit, like the end goal with all of it is to sell you something. It's to prey on your insecurities and to give you a solution that involves you giving me money. And as far as I can tell, there is no paid solution to getting some sun on your taint other than putting your ass up in the air and praying to the praying to Ra. Um, so I, there may be something to it there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Just because it's, it doesn't involve buying anything. You got to buy the special underwear that helps filter out the bad UV from the good uh, UV. Okay, there, there we go. That that might be the thing then. So no, I've never, I've never put my uh, balls and ass up in uh, in the sunlight. Uh, but maybe, maybe I'll give it a try. Maybe I'll see if it boosts my testosterone or something like that. That's all about. That's what those guys care about, right? You'll be a sexual tyrannosaurus once you wear this special ball underwear. And like, this is something that's broken through into like the main mainstream, like uh, these uh, testosterone, like therapy replacement, all that stuff, like that they call nugenics that Frank Thomas sells. Yeah, I saw uh, Frank Thomas, uh, the big hurt is on that shit now. Like it's, it's a big thing for, uh, and like one of my Zoomer uh, coworkers was talking about it. He was like, yeah, you know, maybe when I'm like, 35 or so I'll start doing that. I'm like, I'm 35 right now, dude. Like, I don't think I need any of that shit. As, as far as I can tell, testosterone has brought me nothing but misery in my life. <laughs> and it's just like, look, if you could buy this in Walmart and not like need a prescription for it yeah. or the advice of a doctor, it's probably not good for you. It's probably not. And fortunately, there's plenty of licensed clinics that'll inject your ass with testosterone hoping that more more of that shit freely flowing around in your system will somehow do something but i am unconvinced i don't think it does anything except it's another way of preying on people's insecurities about aging getting older losing your hair not being as fit not getting a boner all the time like i don't know man i i think that losing your testosterone despite the health benefits involved in that and that uh, your testosterone makes all kinds of uh, bad things happen to uh, the body and ad ad advanced disease processes. Just having a normal amount is okay. That's a, that's a fine thing to do. You don't need to be a big veiny boner all the fucking time. Nobody wants that. You just act like a big veiny boner all the time, like Franz. Yeah, exactly. So that, that brings us back to Franz, I guess. Yes, it all comes full circle. It does. He, out he outlines that product Jaws with a Z. Mm -hmm. I wonder if he knows the shredders. Uh, probably. In a video, according to Franzak, the gum is meant to help define your jawline in a way similar to the jaw exerciser products you may have seen. When asked by a fan on social media what separates this gum from traditional chewing gum, Franzak responded, It's a lot thicker and tougher. Your teeth don't hit when you chew. It's designed specifically to help enhance your jawline. But the flavor is still fire. 
Mm-hmm. And there's a 40 second video. Do you want to play the clip of it? Fuck it, let's do it. I just launched my very first Amazon business ever. It is a chewing gum called Jaws that actually helps to define your jawline. I came up with the idea about two years ago because I saw an ad for Jawser size and I was like, what the fuck? People are chewing a piece of plastic to define their jaw. Why don't I create a gum that does the same exact thing but actually tastes delicious and you don't look like a weirdo? And I did it. So after many months of research and development, many months of manufacturing, here it is, ladies and gentlemen, Jaws gum. And let me tell you, it is delicious and it helps define your jaw. So please support. Go to Amazon and grab a box today. Thank you. What do you think about that, Jordan? I couldn't get over his voice. I did not think he sounded like that. He he has a a goofy voice, doesn't he? Yeah, it's a, whatever. It's your voice is your voice. There's not much you can do about that, um, you know, without therapy and practicing and things like that. But for someone who has posed himself as a long uh, for a long time as a tough guy and a metal guy and angry and all that, doesn't seem like a very manly voice. So it's just I found that funny. But as far as this goes, I mean, come on. What, what people should do is if they're transitioning to male, they should start using this gum and make it like trans gum and just freak him out with it. Oh, man, I like that idea a lot. Like making Jaws the like the unofficial uh, like trans mask, like gum of choice. I, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, just be like, you know what? Nothing was working for me until Franz's Jaws gum. Now I have more confidence. Uh, I look like... Uh, chad memes and yeah <laughs> have a, a thick jawline now all thanks to this guy and just see if he runs with it or see if he freaks out yeah on one hand i think it'd be very funny for that to happen on the other hand i don't like the idea of anybody giving franz money right you don't want to give him money but it would be funny it would be funny i gotta give you that uh so that's kind of funny uh going from running for president to selling jaw defining gum feel like that's a lateral move. What do you think? I feel like that's unintentionally telling us how Attila, how their business is doing, how their tours are going, how their album sales are going. Because once you start getting into attaching your names to these sorts of things and trying to grift and scam, it means you need money. Let's ask Jamie Josta. How's, uh, how did you enjoy that bag of Josta pasta I sent you? Uh, it cut my cheeks. <laughs> no matter how long I boiled it, it still stayed crunchy. So um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like uh, the this is the start of all kinds of good things coming. Uh, for example, like I hope you start selling testosterone replacement shots that are not verified by the FDA. Like, you know, it's a little vial that has his face on it. Uh, for you to uh, inject into your butthole and it'll make you big and strong and more manly, uh, firmer erections that last 12 hours, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like those places that do the Brazilian butt lifts, but it's in someone's basement and they're injecting rubber cement into you. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's fuck. There's a, isn't that the shit that like killed Kanye West's mom? <laughs> she got plastic surgery and I, I don't know why. Well, I do know why because it's funny. Uh, why I remember the detail, it was in a doctor's office that was above a Subway sandwich shop. Fuck. And we all got to pay the rent somehow, I guess. 
Doctor Nix upstairs just, just sandwich you're shop getting, clinic. You're getting life changing and eventually killing you surgery, and all you smell is that awful subway bread stench. Oh, truly the the saddest sandwich possible. I think. Um, just all your senses are failing you. The light's getting far away. You can't hear anything, but you still smell that bread. <laughs> Made with real Italian shoe leather. Um, what do you think, Jordan? Can we move on a little bit from here? Sure, we can move on. What, what do we have left on the agenda of this rapidly ending show? One slightly funny thing that was not a surprise was Pantera and Lamb of God announced their openers for their tour. And all of the openers are bands on Phil Anselmo's Housecore Records label. I'm trying to remember what's le- what was on that label, uh, like King Parrot. That's the one that I yep. remember. Um, Child Bite. Those were like the two. Yeah, known ones. that's right. That's right. So is that who's who's touring? For a couple of dates, there's some band called Nest. There's mm-hmm. Child Bite, a band called Snefu. And I think that's it. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense that sure. uh, that they would want to do that. Plus, like none of the other members of Pantera still listen to music, so uh, he's Phil and Selma is the only one that like has anything any stake in the ground here. You think you might want to get maybe another sort of up and coming band to you know help them out, help you out, but no, just one hand washes the other, and Lamb of God's along for the groove metal ride. Can't get rid of them, unfortunately. Uh, they're always going to be there. Like herpes. <laughs> um, actually, you did uh, tell me a delightful story this week. Can we talk about it for a little bit? Remind me what I told you. So it involves um, paying money to uh, a warehouse and getting a surprise. <laughs> This is um, something I, I just recently discovered, and it, it's a little hard to kind of piece together, but apparently through Amazon, there was some sort of deal to get one of Danzig's records for like $11, $12, relatively cheap. But for one reason or another, and it hasn't quite been sussed out why yet, when people would order this record, they would get something completely different. Just not not even Danzig, not even metal, just a random record. Right. And when they'd try to buy another one, the same thing would happen. They would just get another record. Right. So <clears throat> at first, like we were checking, there's a, a audiophile forum uh, that we have uh, that we were taking a look at. People were like, what the fuck, dude? I've tried to order this record four different times and I keep getting these other records. And these people realizing that the records that they're getting are actually pretty good and the like the the value of the record far exceeds what they uh what they would have what they paid for with the uh, the Danzig one if i recall correctly the Danzig record was heavily discounted i think it was $11 is that right yeah it was like 60% off uh, $11 it was a Danzig 666 Satan's child for 12.75 yeah this says which you know for a vinyl record it's a pretty good price um, and through some kind of mix up, this warehouse would send people better, re- number one, better records and more valuable records than what they paid for. So people started ordering these five, six at a time. 
Right. There's a, a, I mean, first of all, there's still a, a message board that's still being used, which is, I mean, just incredible. I had no idea. And it looks like it's from 2005. As uh, all board good, is life. as all good message boards should be, we will return mm -hmm. one day. And there's also uh, on the Reddit vinyl deals, people were talking about this. Uh, I got Viking do or die limited edition to 300 vinyl splatter. I got Rancid's B-sides and C-sides box set. Huh. Uh, I got De La Soul, like on and on, just people getting other sorts of stuff. And, you know, it's it, what it did is it's obviously giving these people these other records who, especially for vinyl collectors, are then flipping on Discogs or somewhere else. But it also boosted Danzig up in terms of, I guess, there's Amazon sale charts. He was number one because people were doing this process. I love that. Danzig himself is like, you know, his manager's like, hey, great news, uh, Glenn, we, we're, we're back on top. He's like, mm, that's good. Uh, and it's just entirely. So what are you picturing Danzig's manager looking like? I'm thinking like big, sweaty, like sweat stains coming through his cheap suit. He's just haggard. He's smoking. There's a bottle of gin that's halfway done on his desk. The door is falling off the hinges. Just like, we did it. We did it, Glenny. <laughs> I if, earned my commission. If uh, Have you ever seen Four Year Consideration, the Christopher Guest film? No. Okay. It's a good one. You should check it out, by the way. But uh, uh, Eugene Levy plays uh, an actor's manager who is just the biggest scum-sucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I imagine. Either that or like a real-life sleazy P. Martini. <laughs> yeah, Glenny, we did it. Now we can go get some crack. Um, but yeah, uh, that's got to be incredibly exciting for all of the Danzig camp, only to realize that it's because... I guess an employee at this warehouse was just like, ah, fuck, we don't have any of these records. Well, just time to throw something else in there. <laughs> I think that's like a hopeful thing, but it's most likely like AI. This is probably all AI, AI stuff now because other listings are popping up on Amazon. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I cannot give you this description due to like AI restrictions or, or something like that. So it's uh. probably just some algorithm or some broken zeros and ones that are just... Oh, this person ordered Birth of the Cool. Send it to them when it's really, you know, please give me Danzig. Uh, that's a shame, man. I was really hoping that, like, just one rogue employee is like, this record sucks. I'm going to give you something better to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, and apparently this has been happening, like, going back to October because uh, I found a tweet where someone says, mini rant. Maybe it is against the corporation, Amazon, or the people slash machines that work for the corporation. I ordered Danzig 666, Sage Child on vinyl on October 2nd. On October 3rd, I received Angel Olsen. I requested a refund because ordering replacement was not an option. Then I again ordered Danzig 666. Today, I received the Lumineers. What the holy heck? I just requested another refund and ordered two copies. <laughs> Can't wait to see what I receive tomorrow. See... What's happening is he's just getting free records. <laughs> right. So I mean you might get a box set, you might get a limited edition vinyl splattery do. Yeah. It's, I mean it was worth it to just roll the dice and see what you get. I'm no I'm no rancid fan at all, but getting a full box set, that's fucking awesome. Um if anything, you could sell it, you could flip it, or you give it to someone who actually likes them. Yeah, exactly. Uh I mean, I'm just thinking about the guys there that got like, yeah, like uh, Miles Davis or, you know, De La Soul or whatever. It's like, good job. They gave you a better record than the one you ordered. This is great. <laughs>
win-win and Danza gets something out of it for some reason. Yeah. I wonder if he gets uh, money. I guess he must. It's got to, right? Purchasing this, but they're getting something else. It's ripping I mean, off the other bands, I guess. It, that is true, yeah. But I mean, the skew, like that counts towards Danzig. That goes, that's all, mm. that's all Danzig, baby. So we're helping finance the next Veronica with this, surely. Veronica 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. So uh, we, it just sucks that, you know, everything about our, our modern structures for music consumption, they suck. They're dog shit. But this. What I, I and I know that you're telling me that the most likely story, and you're probably right, is you know some zeros and ones mix up. I just want to believe that it's one rogue warehouse employee that's like, no, I will give you something better to listen to. Or he's just really given up, and he's just like, whatever. Here's a record, whatever. Yeah, and or the, the, mm. that's probably that's probably more likely too. Let me inches believe- from death, haven't been allowed to go to the bathroom in twelve hours. Yeah, let me believe in magic, Jordan. Okay, if you believe in magic, you can get a better record than the one you ordered. You should be listening to something different. Um, and chicken nuggets too. <laughs> remember when McDonald's used that song? I do remember that one now. Thanks for that. Thanks for that blast from the past, Jordan. Uh, I don't know, man. There's still there's still some magic left in this world. Well, I guess not anymore. They fixed it. You can't you can't order this record from Amazon now and get you know something better, something rare. So that sucks. But for a while, for a little while, we had something cool. The thing is, it'll happen again. Yeah, no, I'm going to stay tuned into these uh, these forums, you know, start uh, start lurking the boards, uh, keep an eye out for, uh, for you know, the next big deal. So, um, so ordering 20 records at a time and then taking them all to your local record shop to sell them back to them. I might just do it or, you know, hold on to them if they're nice. You never know. Um, but I think that's probably a good, a good fun story to, to end this show with. What do you think? Yeah, I think that is everyone wins except for the bands who didn't get paid for their records. Well, it's, uh, they probably weren't getting paid in the first place. Uh, all these, uh, major labels, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm. uh, sucks, sucks to suck. Uh, the world needs, you know, more plumbers instead of musicians anyway. If you like this show, what should people do about it? People can go to patreon.com slash toilet of hell, where we have monthly bonus podcasts and mixtapes full of all sorts of good music curated by sometimes us, sometimes other writers for toilet of hell. Um, this month we are doing our label ball with nuclear blast bands. We are going through their roster, cutting the fat, giving bands bonuses, asking bands, what is it you actually do? <laughs> and making a lean, mean, new record label. It's a lot of fun, and it takes us forever to get through these labels because this is when you realize they have dozens and dozens and dozens of bands. Yeah, if if you like hearing us talk shit on a variety of bands, there is no more efficient method than listening to these Fantasy Label Ball episodes. Highly recommend it. You can um, also email us at totofhell at gmail.com, totofhellradio at gmail.com. Find us, like us, whatever, on Facebook, Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram. And if you want to help this show out, tell people about it. Share the episodes on social media. Send it in DMs or group chats. Let them know we exist. The more people that listen, the better the show is. That is a solid fact. Um, uh, we have a Discord if you want to join that. Hit us up. 
uh, again, uh, you can hit my DMs, hit my email, whatever. I'll, I'll get you access to it if you want to chat with the other chuckleheads in there. Uh, Jordan, can we call it? We can call it. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time.
You're listening to 66.6 FM, Radio TOVH, The Flush.